Okay, guys, I'm back to recording what I mean on what I define life. I'm only doing this in reference to record, document, and track, trace my thoughts, my theories, and beliefs. Excuse me. So, I'm writing a book, and I'm hoping this will help me explain what I mean so I can write this book and hopefully give it to other people to read and and only reference to get them thinking, you know. I'm not trying to have anyone follow me in my beliefs. I just want to open up their mind to think further than what they see, what they know. So I'm trying to keep it real simple, real basic, and real thorough. So with that being said, this is what I define life. In life, I mean, I define life as the structure of civilization. That's what I define life. Let me write that down. So life is, to me, I define life as the structure of civilization. Civilization is the economy, the people, traditions, his, history of evolution of human species of the ecosystem, the bio ecosystem, all of that, all of that, you, the structure is defined as the body, the mind, the soul, the heart, the energy that it takes of the civilization, okay? So I drew this pyramid Okay, I drew this pyramid. So, in the last video, I discussed so much. So, I'm not going to revamp, but I just want to continue. I don't remember where I left off that, but <clears throat> I'm just going to start. So, I believe that there's this 10% that do know. When I say they do know, I mean they do know the law of nature because we living in a jungle y'all we living in a jungle we live in a jungle okay we are living in a jungle now that's gonna be the last thing i talk about because when this is the beginning like i told you before i i look at it from front to end from end to front because that, that's one strategy i know I could solve a problem with. Now, with that theory, I have a theory that we living in a jungle. But we are so intelligent that we we mastered our mind to see, feel, touch all of our senses, right? I believe that we are so intelligent that we mastered our senses 
to create this heaven-like reality. That's that 10% that we are trying to get to maintain. That's that law of nature that the other population don't know. I believe, this is just a theory now, I, I got to go back and revise all that I speak on. I believe that we all living in a jungle. But we all, th there was a mastery that was designed, a mastery, there was a master design. Now, what I define a master design is a plan that is top-notch, is the most sacred plan. It is the most highest plan of all plans to survive our life, our structure of civilization. So I believe... There's a plan. There's a plan. This master plan. I'm going to write this down. Because remind you, I'm an architect. As an architect, I had to break down and define what an architect is, does, do, can't do, will do. I had to define that. And once I got that outline. I had to apply that outline into this theory of life structured of civilization. So as an architect, if someone wants to come and be like, hey, can you build me something? I got to abide by this outline. So I could get that person exactly what they want. So that's called a master plan. So... That's the next thing. So this master plan, I believe, is the ultimate structure, is the ultimate duties that consist of nature, of the that of nature. So so we have nature and then we have the master plan, which is to sustain nature. So this master plan to sustain nature. Now nature is defined as all living things. That's what I define nature. Nature is defined as all living things because I believe that we generate some type of force and that is energy and it, it it's between all living things so because all living things have an environment which I call nature so nature is so there with that being said 
there are natural laws that has to be abide by. I believe in due time because we're in 2022. What what we in uh September 2022? Yes. So I believe in due time we lost track of all of our notes, of all of our documents, of all of our books. It's so hard to keep up, keep track with all this knowledge unless it's incorporated into generations of generations of generations. Just like we know to brush our teeth daily. Just like we know to wash our bodies. Just like we know we need to eat. This conscious ability that we have. We have not, I don't believe that we was able to obtain that conscious ability to know the master plan of nature. So so this this other part of the population I believe does not know. Now I could break this ninety percent down and I could say a ten percent of that ninety percent has an idea. Then I could keep breaking it down and I could say that other ten percent of such and such has an idea. You know, it just breaks down, it breaks down to the point of knowing to know. So, so that's how I'm going to arrange it. So. So, I think this pyramid, this pyramid theory that I have going on is ranging from don't know. To knowing. So. Because. We already. Was able to figure out. There's a 10% of population. That is so called hidden. From the rest. And I, I don't know. Once I get more. In depth of learning on what theories are going around and I can accumulate my own I'll come back to this video but so far people have believed that there is a 10% hidden society that's in control while the other 90% is working like slaves now like I said I believe that may partially be true in reference to this pyramid showing that there is a don't know factor to a do know factor in regards to knowing the law of nature, the master plan to sustain nature, to sustain our earth, to keep earth striving. I look at earth like how I look at our, our body or any living organism. 
So I believe that this 10% is like the doctors, the, the teachers. Now, not in literal form, but metaphorically, this 10% is the doctors and teachers. Regardless of what they're doing, they are still arriving by this law of nature. Now, when I get to the when I get down the line of my theories, I will let you know exactly what this ten percent is doing, other than arriving by the lake nature. They could be living amongst all of us on this planet Earth. You know, like I said, this ten percent is generations, just like this ninety percent is generations. We're all been generated from start to now. This twenty twenty two, we got ancestors. So, I mean, it goes all the way back in our histories. It says Greeks and Romans. I mean, so that was the the beginning of the explanation of our history. I mean, other than before then, you have the the religion. I'm Christianity. So you have Jesus and God. And, and then you have um, the garden of eden and then you have um heaven and 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 um you have um adam and eve so i mean who knows where to start where to end but that that's these are i look at all of this as a metaphorical explanation to what's really in depth what's really to really focus on like all of these are are great metaphors to use and and I love that our civilization was able to keep these medic medic uh I don't know explain it keep these keep this within the religion within our traditions I love how we are able to sustain that. Like, I just question, how is a civilization able to generate and to generate to generations to generations and so forth, this master plan of knowing how to abide by the law of nature? How, what is the ways we as people or humans keep this knowledge and health? alive because remind you we have corruption the the corruption is more into the people who don't know and they don't know so they're going to destroy what is to know but this this 10 percent is so fixed because they've been generating and generating that you can't you can't eliminate this 10 percent this is our heart this is our mind this is our body our soul this is this is our egg <laughs> this is our egg right here that is going to keep populating keep generating this is our beginning of time so like i i'm thinking over here so, so, you know, we're in 2022. We are so intelligent. We are very much intelligent. 
It's just we're clashing with the don't know. Because we don't know how to abide by this law of nature that is needed to sustain earth. To sustain the structure of civilization which we call life. So that is where I have planned to write my book. To write some ideas of what I believe may corporate stability in our economy about this 10% now this 10% might has to be excluded but like I said let me continue down this journey to make my theories like I said I could say this 10% might have to have control of the corruption because in reality we need guidance and direction remind you i was stating in the previous video that <clears throat> there is slavery involved meaning there's good and there's bad slavery so with that being said i believe there's a possibility there could be a needed corruption that helps plan a uh, order it helps plan order to sustaining that law of nature because I have to question if we all know the law of nature what would life what would structure of civilization look like now what is now <clears throat> that life will define the law of nature so like I said the law of nature abides by sustaining earth in the most healthiest form with that being said all living things on earth will be in the healthiest form and it would be but in order to have that we have to maintain it we have to sustain to maintain so that means we have to keep abiding by it anything other is going to cause an unbalance an imbalance so with that being said what would life be like would we be acting the way we do would we look the way we do? What are all the characteristics? So in my next video, I will have that theory in explanation form. So so like I said, maybe this top 10% is our master like i said there's good master and there's a bad master 
there's good slavery, there's bad slavery. I believe slavery is exceptional to a point of disciplining and guidance. For example, I look at education as a form of guidance and and obedience and I just when I define the word slave I I I don't have a bad taste to it. It's more of a discipline and guidance theory. Now, this is where you differentiate good slavery and bad slavery. It's it's all about how the discipline and guidance is is brought upon those who are being enslaved. I define guidance and discipline as school. School. Like I said, history has lots lost so much and our terminology has changed. Our diction has changed. So what originally was isn't vice versa. What we're saying now may be against what we were saying before. Like I said, master, master, there, there's, there's always a good side and there's always a bad side. But I believe in history, we lost track of meaning because of the corruption. So... Once I jot down some ideas of how we can become a stronger nation so we can avoid corruption, avoid the don't know, the people who don't know, so we can sustain our history. Because once we sustain our history, we will be able to sustain a sense of a sense of stability, a sense of nature, a sense of law. So, like I said, I believe that the term slave originally, you know, meant guidance and discipline. And it was just a general word that has evolved now a days to student or or worker you know many terms but like i said originally when slave was the word slave has came about i believe it was it was uh you know it was used to project bad bad guidance and discipline meaning 
the there were people controlling other people's guidance and discipline to a point of them not having any freedom of of anything of choice of of life in reality we have to maintain this guidance and discipline meaning school we have to maintain this in order to abide by the law of nature to keep life structure for civilization so if our guidance and discipline is screwed up then our environment our product of the environment will tell us exactly what is going on but we have to have the ability to know to understand and and that's just one part the next part is working together because there's so many people on this earth and we are we have to interchangeably make decisions together and that's where the guidance and discipline comes from we have to interchangeably work together and it's not about being enslaved for the bad reasons I mean we are working now we have to define work and define slave so to me like I said to me I look at it as the same just like work I define it as there's good work and there's bad work you're you're either an entrepreneur and a boss or a boss or you're working under someone who is an entrepreneur or a boss so like I said it's all about how we look at things how we define things how we have a metaphor a a, a a similar meaning or what is it at the source you have anonym synonyms so it's all about how we look at things so once we all get a, a idea of this image or this reality or this once we all get this idea of what it's supposed to look like and we start building our generations on that idea we'll have a better direction so once we figure out how we look at life in regards to abiding by the law of nature 
we will have a better structure of this ladder of rising from don't know to do know. But keep reminding, I have to figure out this this top 10% right here is very much fixed. I can prove you that it is very much, much fixed. This 10% ain't going nowhere. I don't know what they're doing. And once I, I in the next video, I will tell you what they're doing exactly. But this 10% is not going nowhere. This is the production right here. I don't know if they are causing corruption or they are pure from corruption or are they both? I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out because this 10% should will have a reflection on the rest of the population. So whatever tradition or whatever values that this 10% abides by in accordance of abiding by the law of nature is going to be the reflection of or the opposition of the other part of the population. So once I figure that out, I will let you know. And once I figure it out, then I can go from there and figure out, okay, how we look at life. If we want it to be, now we could, we could say we want... For example, we want life to be like heaven. How we define heaven is like pureness, bunch of rainbows and animals and and no harm, no germs, no diseases. You know, we're able to fight. We're we're immune to our nature to the point where we are very much alive. So once we define what our heaven is or how we look at life, I wish to define my life like how I just stated. I'm very much immune to the diseases, to the thoughts, the bad energy that is structured around us to let us know that we have to make changes in order to abide by the law of nature that is my definition of how I look at life but it's so hard for me to look at life like I'm immune to my surroundings and all the the bad because I'm living within a place with other living things that see differently so once we all get on the same page of looking at the same page that will help determine how we live so we just have to we just have to come up with a a a statement we have to come up what do you a mission statement What's our mission statement?
once we figure out life's mission statement, we will have that will be our eyes on how we look at life. And we would start building towards knowing the laws of nature. Maybe that's my theory, I say. Maybe that's the 10% that is so fixed. I believe that 10% that everybody's so afraid of is how, how you're supposed to look at life. I think this top 10% is what we call that freedom that heaven they don't look at life in the way that the rest of the population looks at it because they don't know i believe the corruption is everywhere there's probably corruption that that 10 percent has to face but what makes that 10 percent free of those corruption is how pure they become and remind you we are generations of generations of generations from ancestors. So they are continuing to strengthen. We are continuing to strengthen what our past generation has evolved to. So we are carrying on those genes, those DNAs, whatever factors in from the previous generations, whether it's stress, what type of health they had, what they were eating, you know, all of that knowledge and health is a big deal of how our generations strive in the next generations. So 